Hello, you are now listening to Press Play Media Podcast. Hey, what's up, everybody? Uh, this is Eric uh, with Press Play Media. This is episode nine. I'm joined tonight with or by uh, Reynolds and Vic. We're in the building. Um, what's up? What's up? Yeah, what's up? Uh, Reynolds, we haven't seen you in a minute, bro. Yeah, it's been a while. Where you been at, bro? I've been a lot of traveling. I actually have had friends, bachelor parties within the last month and a half. Oh, my gosh. Yeah, so it's just kind of been a lot of like, you know, if you're going to go day weekend, you got to do a lot of prep, you know, in advance. So it's just just been out, out of the pictures. So, but I'm back. Uh, I got one more next weekend and then that's it. Now, then I just got to do weddings. Damn, so you you booked, huh? You're on the busy schedule. That's right. Pretty That's what's going on. Where do you find on. all this time, man? Where do you, where, where do you find all this time? Man, it's 24 hours in a day. That's all I got to say. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, man. Well, I mean, with that being said, maybe this could be a good segment into our tonight's discussion, which is traveling, right, during COVID-19 and how you do it. Because I know you just took a trip to Costa Rica uh, not too long ago. So I kind of want to pick your brain about what you had to do, what you had to prep, uh, just for anybody who's out there listening, who plans on uh, maybe traveling out of country, right? Right. Uh, so, I mean, there are steps you have to do. Not as easy as just... Um, also, you got to make sure the latest um, is what you have. So Costa Rica for us, right? I mean, luckily it it changed for the easier when we were first talking about going to costa rica this was uh, six months back we had to do more work than we had to do actually when we left um but they changed it about a month and a half before we actually went out um and all we had to do is this so to get to costa rica you don't need a COVID test um you just you, you can just go there to get back you need a you need a, a negative COVID test um so one of my biggest questions was okay well if i have a negative test what happened uh well you're stuck there for 14 days so what they require for every single person traveling is like some sort of traveling costa rica insurance and you you know you have to pay for it so we were there for four days so we had to pay for four days it covered um i think 300 dollars a day if you were to get covid for loud for for housing i'll give you food money um, and then of course, like medical costs, if like you actually did get hurt, it was like up to $20,000 in medical bills, et cetera. Um, oh, and yeah. it only cost us like 60 bucks for that insurance. So that was cool. A day or was it 60 bucks for the entire trip? The entire trip. Damn, wow. Good. So Where'd that you get covers this insurance from everything. So let's say that, let's say that you got stuck. Let's say that you took the test, you're about to board, you're about to go back home and you got your positive for COVID. And you got to be there for 14 days. So that 60 days is going to take care of you for the next 14 days? Or is that a different? No, it does. And it gives you $300 a day. So, I mean, where we were staying at was like a really nice mansion. So I couldn't stay there, right? I'd have to find somewhere worth $300 a day, which is plenty of money in Costa Rica. Um, so I can pretty much stay at almost any hotel, like nice hotel there. Um, but yeah, it, it was nice to know, right? So at first what i gotta buy insurance and i thought about it i was like this is actually really good in a worst case situation now none of us 
um, that went on the trip. There was eight of us. None of us got, you know, all of us came out positive. I mean, negative. Oof. And so everyone went home. So if you think about it, they made 320 easy peasy off of us. And I'm sure that's half the majority of people. Um, so it's okay. But one of the biggest things that we did to kind of cover our ass was as soon as we got there, um, that next morning, we had a team or not really a team, but um, a company come out to do the official because you can't just get a COVID test. You have to like go through a company and pay like 75 bucks to get like a doctor's signature or sign off on it. Um, and so that next morning we did it. So in a worst case scenario, if we did get it, you know, within like the second day or third day or fourth day, um, we'd still have a negative test um because they all they care about is a three-day old test so it doesn't have to be within 24 hours it's it's within three days if it's a negative test then you Mm -hmm. can go back to america and that's that and that's america that's them being like that um obviously costa rica they didn't care you can come in with covid i guess oh my god you didn't have to you know prove anything um to get back we are uh making everyone do that so it was cool though. So yeah, so you have to get, um, there's like a website and an app that you have to do all this stuff. You got to print out a piece of paper that has like a barcode that pretty much shows that you have insurance, the location you're staying at, etc. I would say maybe about an hour of research and about 20 minutes of actively doing it and you're ready to go. Uh, so it's not that much work, but it's obviously a little more than it used to be. But then again, I never, this is my first time ever going out of the country, so. Nice. Okay, so this, you've never been out the country until now? That's right. Gotcha. Now, how long was the whole process? Did it take long to do the test? No. Uh, uh, the COVID test? Like, when I was there? Yeah, like, like the whole, from start to begin, from beginning to end, like, did it, like, take a whole day, or did it take, like, 20 minutes? Like, you're talking about the COVID test, correct? Yeah, yeah. Oh, no, it was no time. They they just had people come over. They, uh, you know, stuck, stuck the stuff up your nose, and that was it. And then they left, and they uh, the next the next day they gave us the results, and it's like a uh, it's like an email with like documentation of the mm-hmm. doctor, and you have to upload that to some app um, to get back to America. Yeah, so I mean, it's, so Costa Rica made it pretty easy for y'all to get it done. That's awesome. Yeah, yeah. I mean, so we went through like a VIP hosting like uh, company where they also like assisted us in this. Like, oh, by the way, you need to get this. We have the people, and the, we'll have them there first thing in the morning. Right. Um, so they kind of made sure that we were taken care of. Um, I don't know how different it would be if I didn't have them. Yeah. I'm sure it w- I'm sure it would have been. And you probably have to set those things up yourself. Yeah, um, but okay. yeah, but it, it was cool. It was awesome. Uh, Costa Rica is awesome. It, it, it's different, man. There's like no driving rules. I saw maybe a couple cops. I did see a cop walking around downtown with an um, Uzi. That was weird. Yeah. yeah. Like, and I was like, what the heck? Let's get out of here um so they're not walking around with pistols dude they're walking around strapped and so <laughs> i was i was like that's crazy but uh dude there's like no rules people are, people tailgate like crazy but the crazy thing is this although there's no rules and it seems like chaos no one's having road rage hmm. here in america you don't put your turn signal on and you slow down you take you know you're getting mad at them like turn your turn signal on idiot there you know turn signal they don't even care they're in the middle of the and they're just like honk, like like light honking, like beep beep, and they're like, oh yeah, people waving each other, laughing, having a good time, and it's chaos in the road. And it, yeah, but dude, they're they're like there's a uh, you know those scooters and stuff like that, and people and our driver was like, I don't know, man, 
five feet from them, and they didn't even care. Damn. They're just like, hey, I, in America, man, you'd be, <laughs> you'd be getting sketchy. middle fingers and stuff like that. So that was kind of like cool to see that less rules allowed people to have, I guess, a better mindset uh, on <clears throat> on on being on the road. I didn't see any accidents. There were zero accidents while I was there. Now, I mean, I wasn't there very long, but I feel like if you go to Tampa for four days, you're going to see accidents. Oh yeah, every so, day. Every but day the, I mean, but then again, there's a lot more people here in Tampa. They're bigger, but um, no, it was it was a cool experience. The uh, we stayed at a mansion. It was a, f a 14 bedroom oh, mansion. Wow. Yeah, yeah, it was, like it was the all, butler on the wall. Yeah, so we had a private chef. Um, oh hey. Yeah. What'd you eat? What'd you eat oh, there, man? Gosh, I heard the food there is amazing. So I mean, we ate what we what we told them to cook, but sometimes we're just like, hey, just make whatever. The weirdest thing on this one uh, breakfast he made us was, I, I don't even know what it was exactly, but it tasted like a fried hot dog. And he, then he gave us like some bread, and he, I don't know what he did with the bread, but it was it was great, like a little toast. It wasn't like in a toaster oven, but like it was kind of toasty. Um, he always made us eggs in the morning. Um, and it was just really good. And then like, at nighttime, we uh, had him cook us lobster, uh, steak. We caught a uh, we caught a marlin there, and then uh, he he um, cooked the marlin for us that night. I mean, it was it was awesome. We literally just told him, and it was cheap. So the first morning, our breakfast cost for eight people eighty bucks. Wow, that's amazing. That, yeah, and that's what I heard when you when yeah. you go out to Costa Rica because I've had a couple people. Uh, that i know have gone out, out there and they're telling me like you go out there you, you don't have to bring that much money because everything is super cheap right uh, Dude, like, right you can get I mean, street food for like three bucks oh yeah no, absolutely so the uh the night we steak and lot like <laughs> fillet and lobster i mean that would us, let's say once, uh, probably that night would cost bit. us about 100 100 150 bucks a person that full meal for eight people was 350 bucks. Jesus Christ. And it wasn't just steak. It was steak. Oh, you ain't lying, man. It was steak, lobster, potatoes, like a veggie like thing he put together. There was four things on there. On, I mean, I have a picture of it and I can always send it to you. But uh, it, it was cool, man. It was one of the coolest things I've had experienced. Um, the, the guys I was with are a great time. We went golfing the, uh, the first morning. So the golf course was in a rainforest. So we saw like parrots, colorful parrots going by. There was a like, riverbank around the whole the whole thing. Um, just beautiful, and it, man, it was it was great. That's awesome, dude. It sounds like you had a minor inconvenience when it comes to COVID testing and preparation, but it doesn't sound that bad, dude. And no, it's not. It's it was yeah. very minor. Um, the hardest thing is you just got to know. Mm -hmm. But like I said, either do your research and learn it or there's people you can call to help you. But for us, we happen to have, we went through the VIP program, like whatever they had it. And um, we had a concierge that assisted us through everything. And on top of that, since we went through that program, all we would do is text them and say, hey, we need, we're going to go to this place at this time. And they would have our taxis ready. Um, so we just reached out to the concierge on what our, our agenda was, and they made sure we had everything ready. <laughs> it was so nice. Was, yeah. So, how do you get how do you get this set up? I mean, when I go to Costa Rica, I, I want that 
I want that King's treatment. Like, how, how did you guys find this company that made all this happen? I will send you the website. All right. All right. So, uh, but yeah, man, it was great. It was probably one of the best things. It was one of the best trips I've ever been on. I'll tell you that. If not the best trip. Um, so it was cool, man. I'm not going to lie. It was a great time. Even better than our Chicago trip? I hate to say it, man. Yeah. I mean, well, I mean, they went deep sea fishing. Well, so that's yeah, we caught a blue marlin. Another country. Yeah. Now the Sounds only down part was everything was. Clear. Um, that was a really big bummer, but it didn't really matter because we because we were doing things all during the day, so you know, and we had a huge house. So we were playing pool. We had a pool, so we would go swimming. We were, I mean, we had a private chef. I mean, it was it was still like a party at our place. Did, did um, the private chef stay with you or did he like leave and come back, leave and come back? He left and came back. Okay, cool. But yeah, I mean, if I uh, trust me, if you guys ever want oh. now, there's different places. You don't have to get a 14 house mansion. They have smaller places, um, but it, you, you would have the same treatment with the concierge where they would take care of you. So, I mean, I guess it just depends on how many people are coming. So yeah, you only have like eight people. We can get a little mansion, you know? Yeah, absolutely. <laughs> little mansion. Oh. <laughs> so, but yeah, man, no, it, it, I'll go, I'll go back and eat it. Did you see a lot uh, of absolutely. other tourists uh, traveling to and from, or was it just you guys? You green um, <laughs> We saw some. Yeah. Um, we were about an hour and a half away. So okay. we weren't like right there with all the tourists. So we, we didn't see too many. A lot of them were just natives. Gotcha. So I know you said that uh, you caught and ate a blue marlin. Uh, from my understanding, I think you committed a crime. Uh, but how did it taste? Yeah. So did it taste better, well, knowing that it was a well, felony? <laughs> it tasted amazing, right? Uh, zero fishy taste. I mean, it was it was by far the best fish I've ever had in my life. Um, I, we we ate it raw, not raw. What do they call it? Ceviche, and the, there's another. Um, type where he he prepped it he didn't actually cook it cook it um so he, he prepped it in different ways where i guess i would consider raw um but it tasted amazing <laughs> I've, I've never tasted fish that good before in my life but now it's, that was eight hour old fish yeah. right so we caught it eight hours later we're eating it so that's oh. obviously why it was that good um but yeah so when it comes to marlin they're definitely protected um the the one rule that our fishermen, I don't know all the rules. The our fishermen were telling us was, you know, if it's if you catch it, it's dead, which it was. Um, I guess it just died from the fighting. By the way, it took us an hour to catch it. Um, four rounds of six guys each is what it took. Damn. You know, you know, four rounds being on trying to reel it in, and then just yeah. being too exhausted. That's what we're switching. Four rounds of six guys. One. Now we didn't use a chair or anything like that. The only thing we did use was that belt you put on and then you can put the um the uh the rod in there while, while while you're reeling them in but so we didn't use the chair that makes it really easy for us so it was fun man but all right so back to um claiming why we kept it, it i think it was a little sketchy but it's okay because they said they, they said oh if it's dead we can keep it but they also said don't say anything when you get on board or when we get to shore yeah so <laughs> i don't know the full rules behind that they gave us you know i don't know maybe eight pounds ten pounds of it 
and uh, in a black bag and just said, you can just go with this. And they kept the rest. We asked what they were going to do with it. They say um, what the fishermen do around here. They just kind of like pass it around and like feed their families. That would probably feed five to six families for a week. It was huge. It was a 300 pounder. So Man, yeah, it was probably huge. A lie, though. They probably sell it. Because if I'm not, not ma- mistaken, how much, does, how much does a marlin go per pound? Well, we looked that up and I, I think there's, I think they go per pound like 25 grand in competitions, not just, I don't know if they did go for 25. I mean, you can look it up. Google, what does a pound for modeling go? You're going to grand. Um, you you kind of broke up there. Can you say I that again? I can't believe that. You know? Yeah. You broke up. Can you say that one more time? So I'm looking it up right now. So according to this, let's see. Um, I'm looking to see. So it says CNBC Blue Marlin meat is $31,325. Damn. A pound. Oh, wow. And you had One 10 pound pounds of that. Oh, we, uh, I mean, we took home eight pounds. And so I, it's hard to believe. Yeah. But I think that's just for tournaments only. But you know what? I don't know. I, I, I We could have made those guys, you know, 400 grand. And yeah. we don't know. You could have. Right, and we could have. I could have ate. I probably ate at least a pound of that. So I could have ate thirty thousand dollars worth of fish that night. And I just don't know. Um, I don't know enough about that. So, but I'll tell you this: it was a blue marlin, and it was amazing. <laughs> it tasted great, and there's a good chance I'm never gonna ever, ever do that again in my life. So, it was awesome. Yeah. I just I just went on Google and I and I you know I typed in how much is a marlin worth. So the current figures uh, provided by the International Game Fishing Association, a blue marlin is worth $10,000. And that, this is for a 500-pound marlin. Okay. So that's probably more accurate. Yeah. I, would, I, would, I would say that's more accurate. Uh, I think what I'm talking about is like for competitions, right? Yeah. So um, I'm, looking at, I'm looking at the competition one. They're saying uh, $2.6 million prize uh and it was weighted at 83 pounds. Oh, well, that that was a billfish. But yeah, I mean, you you probably pulled up Arlen for tournaments. That sounds yeah. about right. So, but either way, who knows? I can tell you right now, they're gonna feed they're gonna feed families, or they're gonna make some that they're gonna feed their families. So it was nice, man. Because end of the day, man, that's a poor place. Like there's there's not nice houses. <laughs> I mean, we were out a nice one, but the majority of everything around us was not nice. Um, the roads were bad. The houses were bad. Pretty sketchy, but, but also you mentioned that time. you only saw maybe one or two cops the entire trip. Like, were you, uh, um, you know, skeptical with you know, the natives or do you always like, you know, look behind your back to make sure no one was following you or trying to rob you or anything like that? Like how, how did that feel? Yeah. So we, it didn't feel that way, but we're also with eight men, right? Yeah. So, uh, the, who's gonna go around and mess with eight men? Um, a lot of us aren't small either. I think the smallest guy was maybe like 190 pounds. So, it's no, I didn't feel that way. No, if, I'm, if you were with six girls, I absolutely feel like you would feel that way. But I felt safe enough. Did you ever see any sketchy people around when you were walking oh, around? Like, people were drugged out, man. Yeah, some yeah. of them were. 
Um, but it's just like Ebor, right? Like Ebor is a place over here in Tampa. Yeah. It is people who are drugged out, but you don't feel like you got to back the whole time, right? Um, I guess that's the easiest way I can explain it. It's sketchy. Yes. Sketchy things are happening around you. Yes. Are you being messed with? No. So. You had seven other strong men around you. I, I can see how you can feel protected. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. So for, for those who plan on uh, international <laughs> travel, make sure you bring seven strong men with you and you'll be safe. There you go. There you go. Uh, Troy, Troy knows those seven guys, so maybe we can hire them. I mean, you pay our way, we're there. <laughs> <laughs> awesome, dude. Uh, but yeah, man, that's how it went, man. Uh, wh where do you plan on heading next? I know you said you have like a, a wedding or a so bachelor party. One more, one more going to Nashville. Nashville. Oh, um, nice. Yeah, so my buddy's getting married in October. End of October. Um, And so I'll, we're having his, his bachelor trip in Nashville next weekend. And now, now I heard Nashville's opened up um they're not closing everything at 10 so it's like 2 a.m closing so it's gonna be a good time oh wow you know i'm only two hours away from nashville show up <laughs> we'll be there oh yeah yeah let's I mean, see what happens i might have to work the last time we went it was i don't know i felt like it was pretty open you know except for like uh i guess like there's long lines because they had to limit the people in but, uh, no, I mean, last time we went, things things didn't close at ten. Oh no, they did, didn't they? Yeah, they they did. did. They did. I believe they did. Yeah, they we did. Were, That's right. Yeah. We and then people the partied in the streets to like late night. Not that late. Like, so I went there two years ago with my wife and um, brother-in-law and sister-in-law, and things didn't close till two, and it was a different experience than when we went. Um, I mean, it was still fun. Don't get me wrong when we went, but it it's just different, right? Um, but then again, it's probably a good thing. Things close at 10 for us. <laughs> yeah. like, I feel like it's a good thing for us, but yeah, at least for me, curfew. <laughs> yeah. yeah we're back at stop the me, stop me now. Nobody got in trouble, but that's what matters. Uh, well, so the guys I went with last, uh, um, I knew four of them. Um, no, I knew five of them. The other three, I didn't know. But I did hear, you know, last time they went to Vegas for a bachelor trip, one of the guys was in jail, so they had to bail him out. So oh I'm God. just glad nothing happened like that over in yeah. Costa Rica. Yeah. Oh, yeah. Costa Rican jail is probably not a good place to be. I can't even be. imagine. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. But, yeah, there was, like, no cops. So people go to jail. But well, I, mean, I bet you anyway. there's a lot of organized crime and the cops are corrupt in Costa Rica. So. Oh. I, yeah. I can support that just based off what I see. Yeah. I did get a box of Cubans. Whether or not they're fully authentic, I, I mean, I'm no guru. All uh, the things that I did look up, they passed, right? The the I guess the easy signs to say, yeah, that's not authentic Cuban. Um, all those they passed. So I got myself 25 Cubans, Cuban cigars, and uh, they're good, man. They taste real good. Describe to us the taste for those who don't yeah. know what a Cuban cigar tastes like. Sometimes when you smoke cigars, right, it might be a little, maybe a little aftertaste, maybe you get a little dry. Uh, one of the biggest things is keeping a good even light. So when it burns, um, like not one side is burning more than the other. Um, smoke coming out, it's staying lit, 
a good cigar will stay lit the whole time. Whereas like maybe not as good of a one, you might have to like relight once or twice. Uh, these cigars, they do all that, right? They, they didn't even burn. They stay lit. They, uh, you can smoke two back to back. Like you don't feel like your mouth's drying up. It, it's it's different. It's a, it's a mild cigar. The ones that we bought. Um, I looked I looked online. Now it's illegal, right, to sell Cubans in uh in America. Man, these things are going for two hundred dollars a cigar. That's crazy. Is right, because you're not. Illegal? I thought that they. Uh... It's still legal, man. Wow. I, I looked I, it up because <laughs> I wanted to sell it. <laughs> but uh, <laughs> um, yeah. So like, if these were fully authentic, as I like to believe, um, that block would have gone for two grand. Um, but obviously I'm not gonna do anything stupid and sell them. Uh, so I'm smoking them, but uh. Yeah, they're good. They're really nice. You yeah. definitely don't want to sell them. I just pull it up and it said, uh, if you get caught attempting to smuggle a Cuban cigar, well, which is what you did, um, customs would have uh, fined you up to 55 grand. Yep. Well, you didn't. No, it's not, it's not cool. So what we're allowed to do, them, right? um, we asked, we're, we, we were able to bring one box and one box only per person. If you had two, then they would, they wouldn't let you do it, which is weird. <laughs> Whatever. But so that's what we did. Yeah, so I bought one box for 80 bucks, man, over there in Costa Rica. I tell you, man, money goes a long way over there. I bet. The, cr the crazy part is they were trying to sell the box for 140, and I was like, yeah, right, I'll give you 80. Okay. <laughs> <laughs> I thought I didn't think for one one second in the world they would say, but I was like, 140, that's not bad, you know, um, for 25 cigars, that's actually really good. I was like, yeah, 80 bucks. So I'm like, okay, it was like. Two and a half dollars, bro. Two dollars and fifty cents per cigar. Like you yeah, can't I'm even get that here. Arturo Fuente Opius X, thirty thousand a box. Yeah. Oh man, there's. Yeah, I, I did my research before I uh, opened these myself. But yeah, I can't sell them. I can't. I mean, if I get caught trying to sell those, it's not gonna be a good day for me. Yep. I mean, you already killed a Marlin. The last thing you want is the FBI looking into. Oh, here we go. Here your, we go. <laughs> your Cuban cigars. <laughs> Like who's this guy? Who's Troy? He's on a radar now. So you know about you know about that. Yeah. The 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 call from the cops asking, hey, do you know Troy? <laughs> bro, they know you for a reason, bro. They know you for Stop. a reason. It's not good. Uh, yeah, I open up. Awesome, dude. So I mean, trying to play catch up here. I know you got a a lot of traveling scheduled, a lot of weddings, bachelor parties. Uh I know your kid is about to be born that's happening just around the corner man uh so how's that has it hit you yet are you excited uh tell Dude, us man october 5th absolutely yeah. october 5th is the date right um where if it doesn't come before then we're, we're gonna have it uh i'm excited man has it hit me i mean no right uh am i excited absolutely i don't i mean i mean i am so excited i can't wait right to hold my kid but i guess it really hasn't hit me now we have the whole room set up he has his crib we just got his crib in two days ago so we just built it his whole home's his room's ready to go um we have everything we need now so man i'm just i'm just i'm ready and excited for it but no it hasn't hit me it's not going to hit me uh, my opinion until he comes out and we go home right the first whatever two days later when we put him in his little car seat and we're going home yeah <laughs> that's when we go oh Oh, I gotta take care of this. And you know about that. 
you just, you just had a little one as well. Yeah. And you probably felt the same way. It didn't hit you till you're like, I'm going home with this. Oh no. <laughs> yeah. That drive home was like two miles an hour. I can tell. You. I remember that. Yeah. 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 You're driving so slow. You're like, man, I don't want to hurt this baby. You drive a little. A mean, little meanwhile, the baby can get tossed around more. Yeah, I mean, ba babies aren't fragile as everyone puts no. them to be. Definitely, I mean, they just squeeze out of a vagina. Um, right. But uh, you, you say that now, but when you have your own baby, you're like, oh shit, I gotta protect this. Oh baby. no, for yeah. sure, for sure. Oh yeah. But I'm, I, that's how that's how that's how it's gonna be. That's awesome, dude. Uh, October fifth, man, just around the corner. Uh, funny thing. Uh, my dogs expected to give birth on October 5th, man. So I might have puppies Babies the same coming way. out all day. Yeah. Babies and puppies coming out, man. So that's man, I'm excited. I'm excited about your dogs. Have you talked about your dogs on the, uh, no, on the podcast dude, yet? No, I haven't really talked about my dogs. Um, so You want to? Uh, I mean. Let's hear about it, man. Talk to us about it. All right, so Some, someone might someone might hear about him and, and want. It was like a little sneak peek uh, of what kind of dogs you have. And yeah, so I have. With them. I have uh, an Ameri uh yeah, a micro American bully. That's what her official breed is, I believe. Uh, so I've had this dog. She's about two years now, uh, two years old, and she's basically just American bully, just real short right real short and real stocky she's i don't even think she's a, a foot off the ground from shoulder to paw i think she's like 11 inches tall um but she's a beast and she's heavy it's pure muscle this dog is pure muscle right and, and i know troy can attest to that because he's babysat uh this dog before and, and this dog can go toe-to-toe -to -toe with a 110 pound german shepherd easy right she just launches herself at his face and they wrestle right Obviously, they don't wrestle now because she's pregnant um, and I keep them separated. But uh, yeah, so that's the breed I have. And they're considered an exotic dog uh, because of their small stature, right? Um, so right. The, the main purpose of me purchase, purchasing this dog uh, originally uh, was to breed her. Right? And I do that with my cousin. Uh, my cousin's been in the game for a couple years and I was talking to him one time and and one thing led to another and and he kind of showed me uh what he's been doing i'm like man what do i have to do to get into this you know and he's like i'll cut you a deal right and he had he had just uh had a litter of his own and he sold me one of the dogs which is uh, the dog i have now um and two years later uh she's ready to to give birth man and it's been a, a journey um, she didn't take the first time she had lost her, her puppies before. Um, and, and that's not, that's not cheap, right? Um, the stud fees for these types of dogs, depending on the color can range anywhere from 2000 to $5,000 easy. Right. Um, and then the blood work for these dogs, the, the, the I don't want to say maintenance, um, like the vet bills, the health things, um, all of that costs money, right? So for a dog to not take and lose their litter, that's a huge hit. Um, but thankfully, this time around, uh, she's pregnant. We confirmed it last weekend. Um, she's expected to have anywhere between uh, five and six puppies. Uh, she the, the vet stopped counting after six. Uh, she says uh, just because they're all bunched up together, she doesn't know 
at that point which one is which but we can have more than six we can have anywhere between seven and nine dogs right um to give you an idea on how much these dogs are worth depending on the color uh they can be worth anywhere between six to ten thousand dollars right um, my dog is a blue tri uh yeah she's a blue trendle tri uh the stud that we uh bred her with is a i want to say he's like a merle a lilac merle something like that and i know that's like one of the rarest most sought after colors they have and her build's phenomenal dude and, and she's just a real pretty dog it's crazy when you go into a vet's office uh and these other people are there looking at your dog and somebody comes up to you and says hey i'll give you five thousand dollars cash right now for your dog i've never had that happen before until i had this dog you know um and that's because they 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 look at her and they know how much she she can make right um obviously i'm not going to breed her for life right i'm going to give her a break uh i'll probably breed her like two or three times and retire her get her fixed or neutered or what have you um and then she lives out her rest of the days you know uh but uh yeah it's been a journey uh this is my first litter so uh, if, if you guys are interested in more, if you're interested in the puppy, hit me up, man. Um, they're they're definitely not your average dog, that's for sure. There's something special. So I'm excited to see them. It's awesome, man. Yeah. So we're we're excited, man. I, I'll let I'll I'll fill you in once the time gets a little closer. Who knows? I might name a puppy uh, Troy Junior. You definitely should. <laughs> <laughs> Troy Junior, because isn't your kid gonna be Troy Junior? He's not junior, man. He's gonna have a different middle name. Oh yeah. Yeah, yeah we're, we're gonna call him by his middle name. So nice. I hate your name, though. I hate just hate the name. Well, dude, you hate me ever since you've met me, and you first time you saw me. <laughs> what was the what was you're, the words you said? Uh, you're a scumbag or something like that. I forgot. No, 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 no. That's not <laughs> what you said. You said you're probably the ugliest guy I've ever. Bro, I mean, you were kind of ugly, dude. You still are <laughs> ugly. I just literally what you said to me. I was like, hey, man, good to meet you. You're literally the ugliest guy I've ever oh, seen. Oh, well, life. I mean, to give a little bit more context, we're in the Marine Corps, and it was a hot day, and everyone was tired. Everybody was hating themselves, and this guy just comes out of the building. He checks in the building. He comes out and goes, hey, guys, how's everybody doing? Like, who the, who the hell are you, dude? Like, you just showed up. Why are you so positive, you know? And I think that's just always bothered me. But, uh... Anyways. Yeah, anyways. Fun stuff. But, uh... Good times. We just hit 35 minutes, um... I know we've been trying to keep our episodes a little shorter. Uh, so we'll probably wrap this up. Um, you got anything else to say? Big Troy. Oh, thanks, for, thanks for having me on. I know it's been a while, so it's nice to be back on. Yeah, dude. Yeah, I should... appreciate you coming by and uh, telling us about your Costa Rica experience. Sounds lovely. And it's, it sounds like, you know, just because uh, there's a deadly COVID virus out there doesn't mean you can't still have fun. Absolutely. Yeah, definitely um yeah it's it's a shame to see how the world i guess people in general are afraid of something that's uh, in my opinion might be blown out of proportion i know people get sick i know people pass away from this virus but people pass away from other viruses you know um you guys hear about that uh i don't know if it's an executive order or mandate about how all employees are supposed to get vaccinated uh, if they work for yeah, a it's gonna of... happen, man. Yeah. Yeah. 
It's going to happen. That's crazy. Um, my 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 job's not going to hire you unless you're vaccinated. Damn. That's that. I think that's going to start like next month. We had to upload our proof of vaccination at my job. Damn. Oh, wow. So that's yeah. real. It's, it's happening. Uh, yeah. I have a government-based job, so that's why. Yeah. But yeah, it's real. And so... Yeah. That's a different, that's a different, uh, that's a different topic. Are, uh, some states are trying to stop it from happening. Right. Yeah. Um, I just don't know how far that's going to... It's just going to be a long ordeal. But I think Reynolds is right. That's probably for another podcast another day. Yeah, that's another topic, guys. Well, hey, uh, Troy, thank you so much for coming on again, bro. I hope to see you more uh, in the future. Uh, if you guys have any questions, the audience that is, uh, go ahead and submit us uh, those questions via uh, social media. Uh, go ahead and give us a like, give us a share. Uh, we're growing. Uh, we're growing at a, um, a steady pace. So I want to thank everybody out there who's been sharing this because uh, that's like we, we don't spend any money on marketing or advertisements, uh, but we have more than 50 viewers like steady. And that's crazy for a podcast. That's just a bunch of nobodies, you know, um, so we definitely appreciate everybody out there listening. Uh, but until next time, guys, take care.